To God be the glory for great things he has done and greater things he will do. What time is it, people of God? It is time to redeem the time. It is time to redeem the time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are joining us from. To God be the glory for the grace that we enjoy every day, the goodness of God that we enjoy every day. 
And I want to welcome you in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What time is it? It is time to redeem the time. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, glory, honor, and adoration, for there is none like you. What a mighty God we serve. What a glorious God we serve. Who is like unto you, the beginning and the end, the one that was, that is, and that is to come. Your name is higher than any other name. Oh, we give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. He is Christ the Lord. Thank you for the name that you have given unto us, and that is the name of Jesus. And it is written at the mention of the name, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord. We Bless your name, Jehovah, for there is none like you. Lord, we have come before your throne in expectation. Speak to us. Open our eyes to see you through your word. Open our ears to hear you in your word. Above all, Lord, open our heart to receive your word so that your word will be fruitful in our life. And our heart desire is that our feet will be strengthened, Lord, to run in accordance with your word, that your name alone be glorified. Lord, we thank you in anticipation of what you're about to do. We give you glory, praise, honor, and adoration because you are a God of credibility and your credibility is good enough for us. For this, we are grateful. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And let the people of God say, Amen. Let the people of God say Amen. My Archbishop, my Auntie, Auntie Cecilia, Life and Music, uh, Dr. Judith, Merry Thursday to each and every one of you. The Lord bless you all. How are you and the entire household? I believe the grace of God is sufficient and it will continue to be sufficient for each and every one of you. So what time is it, people of God? It is time to redeem the time. Today we're going to be doing a bit of spiritual warfare. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And spiritual warfare is one of our calling as a child of God. How did I know this? In the book of Timothy, he called us soldiers. We, we sing it all the time that we are soldiers for Christ. And what do soldiers do? They go to battle. They do warfare. They protect their territory. They defend the civilians. So, and to the glory of God, the grace that has been given to you as a child of God is the grace of a soldier. So we are soldiers because of the power of the Holy Ghost that has been given unto us. 
And for this, the book of Ephesians made us to realize that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in high places. And thank God that we are not doing this with our own ability, with our own strength and might. The word of God says at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So praise God for the name of Christ Jesus, who is also our commanding officer. In as much as he's the elder brother, is also the commanding officer, and his name terrifies the kingdom of darkness. Praise the Lord. So, uh, where do we start from? Uh, you know, the, the word of God says, redeeming the time for all days are evil. So, if all days are evil, so we are in the world, we contend every day, we battle. Apart from the word of God that asks us in the book of Jude, to contend for our faith, we we being a child of God and we are in a territory that is not ours, we contend every time. When you go back to the book of Job, the first chapter, the second chapter, you will see the devil taking permission again and again from fa- the father to hinder the life of Job, to torment the life of Job, to afflict the life of Job. And that is the way it is in this territory for each and every one of us. In the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 8, Paul says he was writing to the people of Thessalonica. He says, we will have made the journey, but Satan hindered us. That is to tell you, sorry, 2.18, Thessalonians 2.18, First Thessalonians 2.18, says Satan hinder us. So that tells you that because they were the apostles, they were with Christ or they manifest the grace, you know, before we got the grace, they were the one manifesting the grace does not mean that Satan cannot hinder them. So people of God, let us go to warfare. And we are not going in our power. We are not going in our strength. We are going in the name that is higher than any other name. So let's start from the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 10. Let's see what the book of Daniel says. And I want you to put yourself in the shoes of Daniel because we experience this all the time. And we have a saying on the face of the earth, a delay is not denier. That shows as a child of God, we can experience delay. In this uh, 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 realm that we are, we can experience delay. Satan can hinder us. Satan can uh, stop the blessings of God, hinder the blessings of God from getting to us. This is one of the reasons why Jesus said, men always ought to pray and not to faint. So, Let's go. Let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 10. You see, many times the church will tell us, oh, 10 step to this, 10, 20 step to that. But at times we don't need all these 10 or 20 step. We just need to look into the word of God for reward. And that word 
is enough. You know, a woman said to Jesus, speak the, I mean, a man said to Jesus, speak the word and my servant will be made old. So there is no 20 step, no 10 step, no five step. Yeah, because you have 10 step doesn't mean I'm going to have 10 step. Because you have gone through 20 step doesn't mean I'm going to go through 20 step. When you look at all the steps of the children of God in the Bible, Joseph did not do 20 step, but yet we see fulfillment. And we see that he had to go through some things before fulfillment. The same way we see David. The same way we see many, 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 many like that. So let's start with the book of Daniel. Daniel, as we know, was a young chap that was taken into captivity together with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But yet they uphold the name of the most high in a strange land, Babylon. They did not conform to the lifestyle of the Babylonian. They were separated, which is also a typical example of love, not the world and the things of the world. The fact that they were even in a high position, they choose not to conform. They decided to go with the name that prevailed over the affairs of man. Isn't it amazing that they, they got to Babylon despite the fact that in their own land, this same power that invaded them, that carried them into captivity and many of their uh, uh, friends and whatever were killed even in their presence, yet they still uphold the name that is higher than any other name. So let's go to Daniel chapter chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. I'm going to put the scripture so that we can read together, people of God. Uh, Daniel, we give you all the glory. We give you, say, Daniel chapter 10. We need verse 12, but let's start from the beginning. of the, So let's first of all read verse 12, and then we start from the beginning. Then he said, this is verse 12. I believe we can all see it. This is verse 12. Anti-Christiana, Merry uh, Thursday to you, ma. How are you and the entire household? Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel, since the first day you began to pray. Now, mark that in your Bible. Since the first day you began to pray. So since the beginning of your separation unto the Lord, the fasting and prayer, so it is not the second, the third, or the fourth, or the fifth, or the sixth. Since the first day that you have given yourself to prayer, what is the Bible saying? Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, did we see what Daniel was praying for? He was praying for understanding, understanding of a, a vision, of a revelation. He's praying for an interpretation of something that is not clear to him and he wants divine answer from the Most High. So now the Bible says, since the first day, so many of us are in the shoes of Daniel. Since the first day we separated ourselves, since the first day we give ourselves to the fasting and prayer, Elohim the Father answer the prayer. 
But there is something we need to know from the realm of where the prayer is being answered to this realm. I'm going to show you in the scripture. There are powers that operate within those two realms, from the realm of where the prayer is answered to the realm where we will receive the answer. I'm going to show you in the scripture, but I'm also going to show you the ultimate answer so that you know who you are, our proper identity, original identity, our first class passports that God has given to us. So, it says, since the first day, since the first day, isn't that amazing how God cherishes us? Since the first day, you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. Did you hear that? Your request has been heard. Now, when God hears, he will answer. Don't forget, prayer is a two-way thing. When you pray to God, God will also speak back to you. Yet the answer might not be what you are expecting. The answer might be no. The answer might be wait. The answer might be yes. It's up to Jehovah to give the right answer at the right time. Don't forget the book of Ecclesiastes says it makes all things beautiful in his own time. Now, we see we see that from the beginning the request was granted. Now, let's start from the beginning, people of God. We have about 10 seconds. Let's start from the beginning so that we have an understanding. It says, In the third year of the reign of King Cyrus of Persia, Daniel, also known as Belteshazzar, had another vision. So you see that it's about the vision that Daniel had. It's about seeing something that he doesn't understand. It's about God, give me interpretation to whatever you are able to open my eyes to see. So, he understood that the vision concerned events certain to happen in the future. Now, there are some things that you and I, as children of God, also have, we are able to see. Some of us, we were able to identify that this is for our tomorrow. And some of us, we may not have the clue of when this is going to happen or how this is going to happen. But for some of us, we have a, 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 an idea that, yes, this is for the future. So it's the same thing we see here. He understood that the vision concerned events certain to happen in the future. Time of war and great hardship. When the vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. And now that mourning is not that somebody died and is mourning for the dead. No, it's the total separation, the fasting and the prayer. That is what the word mourning there means. Because he denied, you, you, in fact, let's read, you will see. He says, all that time I had eaten no rich food. So he was eating food that is not rich. So that's fasting. Hello? That is fasting. He says, all that time I had eaten no rich food, no meat or wine. Cross my lips. I used no fragrant lotion until those three weeks had passed. You see the type of fasting that Daniel engaged himself with, but that's for another day. So on April 23rd, I was standing on the bank of Great 
Tigris River, I looked up and saw a man dressed in a linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. So that is the vision. And for Daniel, he doesn't have an understanding. So now you and I have an understanding of what the vision is. But we see in verse 12, let's go back to verse 12. We see that in verse 12, that since the first day, the Bible says the request has been heard in heaven. Now, look at what follow in verse 12. He says, your request has been heard in heaven and I have come in answer to your prayer. So, an angel seems to be having a conversation with Daniel that, look, your request has been heard and I am the carrier of your answer. I Whatever that angel is, is the carrier of the answer to Daniel's prayer. I have come in answer to your prayer, but for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. The same way when you go into the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18, Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, he says, I will have made the journey, me and my other colleague, but Satan hindered us. So we see that for 21 days, the answer to the prayer or the angel that is the answer to the prayer could not get to Daniel on the face of the earth. Every hindrances to every prayer that has been answered, we stand against in the name of Jesus. Because of the name that is higher than any other name, we have come in the name that prevail over the affairs of man, and that is the name of Jesus. We take authority in that name because it is written at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. So if Daniel will experience this, Tell me, who are you? Who am I not to experience such thing? Yes, thank God Christ died for us. Yeah, it was after the death of Christ that we see that Paul wrote that we will have made the journey, but Satan hindered us. Oh, you want to say this is Old Testament? Oh, praise God, it is Old Testament. But it is part of the mission of God before we get into the new. When we get into the new, we still see the sa- this same Satan that hinder Paul and some other believers concerning a certain journey. So I stand in agreement with everyone under the sound of my voice. Every journey that is meant for you that you ought to have made, but Satan hindered you. Today there shall be divine intervention in the name of Jesus. Maybe yours is for 21 days. Maybe mine is for three months. Maybe mine is for three years. Oh, let God arise and every opposition be subdued you. Every opposition that hinder the answer to the prayer that has been released from the throne of grace and yet I'm, I'm yet to have the answer by the power that is in the blood of Jesus. Oh, we know according to the scripture in the book of John chapter 10 
He says, the thief has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So we annul every oppression of the thief concerning the answer to our prayer. In the name of Jesus, we annul every form of oppression, every mission of the thief in any form, shape, in the name of Jesus. Because at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. There is a name that prevail over the affairs of man. And so we bow our knee before the throne of grace, Lord. We cry unto you, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. Let there be divine intervention for everyone under the sound of my voice, for every child of God under the sound of my voice. Let there be divine intervention for every prayer that has been answered, but they are yet to get hold of the answer because of one prince somewhere that has blocked the, the, the road for the answer to reach in the name of Jesus. Let God arise and every enemy be scattered in the name of Jesus. Let God arise and every enemy be scattered in the name of Jesus. Let God arise and every enemy be scattered in the name, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hear what the word of God says, says, I have come in answer. So the angel that has come is the answer to the prayer that will give interpretation. Peradventure within that three weeks, there is something that Daniel supposed to have to do, but he wasn't able to do because the answer didn't get to Daniel. But let's read on. We have about 10 more seconds. Verse 13, it says, But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia, opposition. What did I say? Opposition. As a child of God, if you have any form of opposition, rejoice because you are on the right track. As a child of God, if you are experiencing any form of opposition, praise the Lord and sing hallelujah because you are on the right track. But that doesn't mean we should fold our hands. I want to beg you to be persistent and persevere in prayer. The Bible says, the kingdom of Pasha blocked my way. Then, <laughs> then, 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 then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. In the book of Psalm, David wrote with authority and boldness, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. Where will my help come from? My help will come from the Lord God Almighty. We see help coming from the Lord God Almighty to, to enhance the answer that was already dispatched. We see help in the form of Archangel Michael. Oh, let God arise in the name of Jesus. Adonai, arise on behalf of your children, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Because of your name, that is higher than any other name. Your word says your glory you will not share with any man. Father, we are helpless. We are like Daniel. Lord, we, we can't fight this battle. Oh, the battle is of the Lord. The battle is of the Lord. The battle is of the Lord. And so, Adonai, Every form of answer deposited in one angel or the other, but they are experiencing hindrances. Oh Lord, we ask that you will release Archangel Michael like you did in your word. On behalf of us, your children, in the name of Jesus, we break loose every 
hindrances. We break loose every brass in the name of Jesus. We break loose every opposition in the name of Jesus. Because it is written, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of every stronghold. We attack the strong man that stand in between our prayer and the answer. Oh, we defeat that strong man in the name of Jesus. We defeat that Leviathan in the name of Jesus. We break the backbone of that strong man in the name of Jesus. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Because there is a name that prevails, the name of Jesus. And we call on the name. We call on the name. We call on the name. We defeat that strong man and his stronghold in the name of Jesus. We defeat that strong man and his stronghold. The Bible says he broke the power of death. He defeated the power of grave. He says, Satan, oh, where is your sting? Oh, King of glory, we stand on the word that is full of life. The word that is yea and amen. The word that can never fail. We break the backbone. We break the knee. We defeat that strong man. We defeat that strong man. That prince of Persia. Whatever prince your name may be. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Because we are under the covenant of the prince of peace. The one that reigns supreme. The one that has got all authority and all power. Has been given unto him. In the name of Jesus. Hear what the Bible says. It says, Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. And I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Pasha. You see, one angel took over the fight so that the answer can get to Daniel. Now I am here. <laughs> Everybody say, Now I am here. Look at the word, verse 14. It says, Now I'm here to explain what will happen to your people in the future. For the vision concerns a time yet to come. You will say, boy, it's all about a vision. Why is Satan hindering this? It says, Satan will stop every answer. You know what? You know what? Let's go. Let's go to the book of Ephesians. We have about 10 more seconds to go. Let's go to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians, we are a Tao. Ephesians, we are a Tao. Ephesians. Okay, I found it. Let's start with Ephesians chapter 2. Let's start with Ephesians chapter 2. We need verse 6, but let's do some reading. Let's do some reading. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins... You used to live in sin just like the rest of the world. He's talking to you and I, people of God. This word is for us. Once we were dead, because we we were disobedient. Praise God. So let's go on. So, live in sin just like the rest of the world. Obeying the devil, the commander of the power in the unseen world. Now, let's put that word in a box and look at it very well. So we used to obey our commander. Who is this commander? You see, when we live in sin, we are obedient to commander Satan. We are living under the commandment of Satan. 
we're taking orders from Satan. That's what the word of God is telling you and me. So every time we go into sin, we are no longer under our commanding officer officially. We have become a rebel. It's like if I am a spy for United Kingdom and also I'm a spy for another country, that's treason. If they catch me, au revoir, hasta la vista, comment tapetu, it is treason. Whatever the country may be, it is treason. So, it's not allowed. So, the word of God says, just like the rest of the world obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. Did you hear that? In the unseen world. And when the word of God is to explain this to us, he says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So it is not that woman that you see that is fighting you all the time. It is a power behind the woman. There is a vessel that you can see but there is a power behind the vessel. And this is why we need to have an understanding. The Bible says, the commander of the powers in the unseen world is the spirit at work in the heart of those who refuse to obey God. So, I want to pray for every child of God that none of us will be an instrument of evil in the, in, on the face of the earth in the name of Jesus. Look, anybody can be an instrument of evil. The devil is good at what he does. He's perfect. He's a perfectionist. Hmm. The devil is very good though. Let's give him that credit. So, the Bible says, is the spirit at work in the heart of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desire and inclination of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. <clears throat> you see, that's what I'm telling you. Thank God for the sure mercy of God. We were spying for the devil. We were, and we say we want to spy for God. We are under anger. Hmm. Let's leave that one. Let's go on. We have 10 more seconds. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even we were dead because of our sin. He gave us life when he raised Christ Jesus. When he raised Christ from the dead, it is only by God's grace that we have been saved. Now, verse 6, drum roll, my archbishop. Drum roll, quickly. It says, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realm. So, we are seated with Christ that was raised, spiritually speaking, in the heavenly realm. So, anything that will come to rust on the face of the earth will come from which position? In the heavenly realm. Any promises or blessing that will get to rust here because our official position is seated with Christ in the heavenly places. So, anything we possess here must come from there. Anything we want to manifest here must come from there. And don't forget when it's coming from there, it's not coming because of my power or my ability. It's coming because of where I am seated and by the one that has all power in heaven and on earth, Christ Jesus. 
Look at what the Bible says. It says, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ. So when Christ was raised from the dead, we were raised with him. Along. If I say to you, let's go to uh, Johannesburg together. We are going to South Africa together. We are going along together. So when Christ was raised from the dead, the Bible says he raised us along spiritually. And seated us. Because Christ is also seated where? In the heavenly realm. With the Father. So he seated us there. In the heavenly realm. Quickly, let's go to chapter chapter 1 of Ephesians. Let's, let's unravel this. Let's look at verse 3. Let's look at verse 3. Chapter 1. Of the book of Ephesians. All praises to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. See how it is described here. The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And thou is the same Father that we are talking about in the book of Ephesians chapter 2. That says, He raised Christ from the dead and we were along with Christ. When he was raised from the dead. So all praise to God the Father. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has. It's not that who will. Has. If I am correct. Uh, my Archbishop and all the Iglesians. That is listening. If you think in English. You have understanding of this. All praise to God the Father. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly realm. The same heavenly realm where we seated, we have all the spiritual blessings in that heavenly realm. But we are not using all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly realm. For example, it gave them power to become the sons of God. We are not using that power in heaven. We need that power right here to cast out demons to trend upon Satan, to trend upon snakes and other. That power is needed here to reveal the purpose of God on the face of the earth. That power is needed here. For an example, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. You shall witness upon me, I mean with me and in Judea, in Samaria. That power is needed here. We are not going to heaven and heal the sick and then do miracle for heavenly hosts to believe. No, all of that is needed here in this realm that we are. Because we are the representative. We are representing that Christ. But we are officially seated in the heavenly realm. Because we are united with Christ. In the other scripture it says along. We were raised along. Here is telling us that we were united. And this is why spiritual warfare is vital. Because everything will come from that heavenly realm to earthly realm. Are you still there? Everything, everything that we need here 
is coming from where? From the heavenly realm to rust here on this earth. And a typical example is what we are able to see in the book of Daniel chapter 10. The interpretation of the vision is also coming from the heaven. In the heavenly realm to Daniel, we see hindrances. Now, we have 10 more seconds and we're going to be done. So I think I'm able to establish that for us that, yes, because we seated in heavenly places, does not change anything. Everything we need, for example, we are going to preach the gospel. Look at whatever equipment we are using right now. We are not using it in heavenly realm. We use them right here on the face of the earth. So, I hope I'm able to convince you enough. Now, let's quickly go to the book of that Ephesians one more time. Ephesians chapter 6. And this is where we stop for the evening. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's go to verse 12. Ephesians 6, 12. Ephesians 6, 12. You know what? Let's start from verse 10. Let's just have fun. Reading the word of God together. Reading the word of God together. Let's start from verse 10. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. What is the final word? Yes, we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realm or heavenly place. But everything we do, we do it right here on the face of the earth. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in, in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor. Why? So that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. So, where do we see the devil operating? Whatever the answer that needs to get to Daniel for any form of advancement for Daniel and the children of Israel, we see that the devil hinder the answer. So, any form of advancement they need to advance on the face of the earth for the sake of the kingdom is impossible. Because what answer that is deposited in that angel is not getting to them. So, the word of God says, put on all of God's armor. Not some, but how many? All. Of God's armor, so that you will be able to stand firm. Now, look at the word that is used stand firm. That is the military terminology against all strategies. Now, the devil doesn't come in one way, he comes in many ways. He has so many strategies, and that's what the word of God is explaining to us the strategies of the devil. Now, what is verse 12 saying again? My Archbishop, drum roll quickly. We have about 10 more seconds. What is verse 12 saying? After we see the strategies of the devil, what is verse 12 now saying? He says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Hello? We are not what? Fighting. He asked us to put on the whole armor. 
as of this time, that represents every armor that you see an army officer will put on. All of them have it. Roman soldier, whatever soldier, Egyptian soldier, they have an armor they put on. And that is the same language the word of God is using. So in the present day world, if we were talking of now, whatever the armor that we're supposed to put on today, we need to put it on. It might not be the metal that they put on in those days, but these days too, there are armor that soldiers do put on. So, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against every rulers. Now, let's be naming, I mean, let's be counting. Every rulers, one, and authorities of the unseen world. Did you see that too? Authorities of the unseen world. Number two, we have evil rulers, authorities of the unseen world. Number two, against mighty power in this dark world. Number three, and against evil spirit where in heavenly places or heavenly realm. So you see what we are in for. And this is why churches need to teach what is called spiritual warfare. I'm not just talking about shaking your body and stamping your feet or clapping your hand and shaking your head. And they will say, shout, 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 shout. If you, The louder you shout, the louder God hears you. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking of establishing everything in the world so that we know where to go, how to go about it. We wrestle not. We are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers. Evil rulers, number one, and authorities of the unseen world, number two. The evil rulers can be here or anywhere else because they rule in different realms. So, evil rulers, but he made it known that authorities of the unseen world. So, what you cannot see with your uh, naked eyes and even microscope will not help either it's spiritual world the bible says those are the one that is attacking us fighting us all the time and when we go back to the book of Ephesians redeeming the time for how many days all the days are evil so we see that evil rulers what do you expect from evil rulers you expect evils all the time nothing good can come from an evil ruler authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world so what ah is bright today the word of god call it what dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Verse 13 now encourage you one more time. It says, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. How many of us know when the time of evil will come? How many of us know? If you know, please, you can answer me. How many of us know when the time of evil will come? 
Yeah, Ecclesiastes says there is time for everything. Do we all know when the time of evil will come? So he's telling us, get ready all the time. Be prepared all the time. Jesus gave a parable, says, if the landlord knows when the thief is coming, he said he's not going to sleep. And don't forget the mission of the thief, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, in the next few days, I mean Thursdays, we are standing on the word spiritual warfare, like Daniel did. Because yeah, he, the prayer was answered the first day, but Daniel did not stop praying. So we're going to pick a script and we're going to be praying it into reality. If you would love to join, let's meet again next Thursday as the Lord God lives. People of God, I want to say thank you for being a partaker. Spiritual warfare is legitimate. What did I say? It's legitimate. We cannot shy away from it. If you say, ah, oh, I will just praise God all the time. This is not what the Bible says here. It says, put on all the armor. It didn't ask you to praise God all the time. Put on the armor. And it's... it's we he already identify all your enemies. We have, let's go again. We do not fight against flesh and blood enemies, but evil rulers, number one, authorities of the sin world, number two, mighty powers in this dark world, number three, and evil spirits in the heavenly places, number four. And don't forget, we also are seated with Christ in heavenly places. So, we should have understanding of all of all these, how they work. If we don't, then it's time to wake up, to have an understanding. People of God, I want to leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I stand in agreement with everyone that every form of hindrances concerning to the answer that has been released is an all today in the name of Jesus. Lord, we stand on your word. The answer to Daniel's prayer was released from the first day. And I stand with your people today. Every answer of advancement that has been released by the prince of Persia, according to what we see or whatever the country is today, Lord, in the name that prevail, the name of Jesus, we subdue that hindrance. We break the backbone of the strong man, call himself as the prince of Pasha or whatever the name of the country may be. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim that we lift up the banner of Christ Jesus. That look from today, you kingdom of darkness, you shall not prevail in the name of Jesus. You shall not prevail in the name of Jesus because of the death of the Son of the Most High has given us life and life abundantly. 
and we stand in this life and proclaim the name that is higher than any other name. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And so we defeat that strange power. We defeat that strange prince. We defeat because of the name that prevail over the affairs of man. Because there is no other name in Christ Jesus apart from the name, the name of Jesus. There is no other name on the face of the earth whereby we can be saved but the name of Jesus. And we call on this name, the name that prevails, the name that exalts, the name that is higher than any other name. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, every answer that has been released in heavenly places to come to the earthly realm that has been delayed. Every delay is overruled, is annulled in the name of Jesus. Every delay is overruled, is annulled in the name of Jesus. Every delay, every delay, every delay is overruled, is annulled in the name of Jesus. Every delay, every delay, every delay, every delay, hear the word of the Most High. We overrule by the power that is in the name of Jesus. Because we are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. And so we call on the name. The name that is higher than any other name. Every delay is overruled. Every delay is annulled. Every delay is overruled. Every delay is annulled. In the name of Jesus. We declare free flow from the heavenly place to the earthly realm. Every answer meant for every child of God under the sound of my voice. And as many that will hear or watch this later, so be it unto you, according to the word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let the people of God say amen. People of God, I want to say thank you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Please like the video. Subscribe if you are yet to subscribe because this helps the algorithm of YouTube. We've been told to do this and say this to all our, you know, but whichever way, let's share the video with our loved ones. We are going on a spiritual warfare journey in the name of Jesus. People of God. I want to leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't know what you are going through, and I may never know what you are going through. But I want to plead with you. I want to beg you. Keep going. Don't stop. It's not time to stop. But as you go, pray through. The Lord bless you, keep you, and cause his face to shine upon you.